Welcome. You're listening to Pacific Bible Church Podcast, hosted by Pastor Vern Frank. So, we started a new series two weeks ago. Is that right? Or is it three weeks? Three weeks ago. Wow. Time flies. Three weeks ago, titled, Who Are You? I, I think I have the, oh yeah, it's part four. Part four, right there, see? Part four. Who are you? And, uh, of course, we're discovering who we are in Christ Jesus. And that is essential. Amen? That is essential if we want to live out the life we are supposed to live on this earth. It's absolutely essential that we find out who we are in Christ. So that takes a renewal of our minds, as we, we find in Romans 12, right, that we would renew our minds and prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And so this is, and as most messages are, most uh, sermons are and should be, (laughs) it's uh, renewing our minds to how God wants us to think. And that's what the Word is here for, right? We, We are supposed to find out how God thinks what He said and live according to that. And if we find out we're, we're, we're a child of God. We need to live as a child of God. That was our first week, right? <laughs> our first week, we discovered who we are as a child of God. And that was 1 John 3, 2, right? We, we, quick, quick review, 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, now we are children of God. Has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed... We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So we found, we found out right there, right? Third John, or First John 3, 2, that we are now children of God. So if you are a born-again Christian here today, you are now a child of God, right? You have been adopted by God. You, you are in the family forever. Amen? Amen? And we have a father who supplies our needs, protects us, and disciplines us in love. And we also, with that, because Jesus inherited everything, when we come into Christ, we are joint heirs with Jesus. Woo! Wow. (laughs) That's big. That's really big. So we need to walk on this earth as children of God. Amen? Amen? As I said, when you go into the store, think, I'm a child of God. Right? Don't, you don't need to be haughty about it, but you need to know who you are. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with acting like who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. We've got to act like who we actually are. Uh, then we looked at Colossians 2.10, and it says there, you and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So nothing else can complete us but Jesus. A lot of people look to a lot of things to complete them, right? Whether it's a material item, a house, a car, maybe it's a person, a spouse, maybe it's, uh, of course, drugs, uh, alcohol. They, they, that's why a lot of people get addicted to stuff because they need something to complete them. But we need only him to complete us. And we become complete when we receive Jesus. We are complete right then. And nothing in this world will be able to complete us except Jesus. And so that's why we preach him all the time, because he is the answer. Amen? Amen. And we preached him down at the port, right? We want everyone to come into Christ. We want everyone to find their completeness in Christ 
to not find their completeness in something because they'll never find it. And, and they'll be, they'll be uh, lost forever, first of all, but they'll live their whole life incomplete. And then they end up in the lake of fire forever. Right? There's only one way to be complete. And we got we to gotta come to God through Jesus Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. And then once we do that, oh man, we are complete. All right, let's say that right now. I am complete in Christ Jesus right now. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Then we looked at uh, John 17, 23. At least there's one verse we looked at, right? <coughs> I in them and you in me, that they may be, may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and you have loved them as you have loved me. You have loved them as you have loved me. See, we are loved as much as Jesus is loved by the Father himself. And so we talked about being the beloved of God forever in Christ Jesus. We are loved, loved, loved forever by God. And, and, and that's a very good thing to renew our minds with is that God cherishes us. God adores us. And so if no one else in your life adores you, God does. <laughs> that's good news, right? A lot of people out there are lonely. A lot of people, they got, they got nobody, right? They got nobody. Well, you can have God. You can have nobody and still have God. And, and he loves us, adores us, treasures us. Ooh, that's good news. So we are the beloved of God forever and ever and ever and ever in Christ. So today we're going to look at another truth. We've sang about it this morning. We've sang some good victory songs this morning already. Did you, did you like that new one, the first one? Ooh, that was good. Sarah just found that yesterday. And uh, I don't know who wrote it. I have no clue. But... But boy, that is a good song of victory. But we're going to be talking about victory today. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Let's look at Colossians 1.13. Ooh, come on now. Colossians 1.13, one of my favorites. He, Jesus, has delivered us from the power of darkness. Wasn't that good right there? The power of darkness. Delivered from. Ooh, that's good news. You can meditate right there for quite a while, right? Yeah. I've been delivered from the power of darkness and conveyed us. Another translation says translated. I think that's King James. I really like to translate it. We'll talk about it in a minute. But conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. So we, we get, we get, we delivered from the power of darkness and put right into the kingdom of God. And that's why often I illustrate that when I'm given a salvation call. I say, you got to come out of the kingdom of darkness and get into the kingdom of God. And the only way to do that is through Jesus. So we've been delivered from the power of the enemy. That means we are not under his power. Come on now. The devil has no authority in our lives. We aren't controlled by him at all, unless we let him control us. <laughs> Come on now. We aren't living under his roof. We, he, we are no, he is no longer our father, right? Remember Jesus said to the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. 
Because they were. They were children of the devil. But when we come into Christ, we get out of that. So he, you know, your dad has a say in your life when you're under the roof, right? Kids know. <laughs> your dad has a say, doesn't he? <laughs> well, when we came out of the kingdom of darkness, we came into the kingdom of God, he no longer has a say. Hello? He no longer has a say in what we do. A lot of people give him a say, but we aren't supposed to give him a say. Our Father God now tells us what to do. Our Father God, come on, directs our steps. And we are now in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of his dear son forever. Come on now. Let's look at Isaiah. We're going to lay some foundation here. Isaiah 14, 16. You may have read through here before. This is talking about the fall of Lucifer. And we're just going to take one thought out of here. Isaiah 14, 16. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms? Is, is this the one? And this is the prophet Isaiah talking about the fall of Lucifer. Of course, we, knew, we know Lucifer was the angel of light in heaven and he was the worship leader in heaven. And he was beautiful, the most beautiful creation of God. And he fell, right? Jesus talks about it in, in the gospels. You can read about it. Jesus talks about it. He saw, he saw Satan fall. But we, we learn how Lucifer became Satan right here in this chapter, Isaiah 14. And, and we learn the enemy is not all that we might think he is. Mm -hmm. When we see him, we're going to see him, you know. We're going to see him thrown into the lake of fire forever. Oh, I'm looking forward to that day. Amen. When the devil is put away forever and we never have to hear from him again. <laughs> but when we see him, we are not going to be impressed. Right? Remember the Wizard of Oz and the little guy behind the little curtain? They were impressed when they found out who that was, right? We are not going to be impressed when we see the devil. We're not going to see some big muscle guy. some handsome muscle guy and say, woo, look at the devil. Woo, what a, woo. No, 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 not at all. No, what we're going to see is a big defeated wimp. That's what he is right now. And, and we do not need to exalt him to anything else than a big defeated wimp. All the devil has now is lies. That's his tool, lies. Lie, 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 lie. He's the father of Lies. Jesus said it. He is the father of lies and millions have been fooled by him. Millions have been completely deceived by him. Whew. Well, thank God we are not deceived. Amen. Thank God we know Jesus. Thank God we're in the kingdom. Thank God we know the truth that will set us free, right? I see, I see our sign on the road all the time as I drive by, and I, I think that might be my favorite sign out there because, man, the truth will set you free. Yeah, and if, if anybody gets a hold of that, that changes everything. Right? When we get a hold of the truth, it sets you free. You truly become free. The truth, not the lie of the devil, the truth. So we've seen the truth in Christ Jesus. Thank God. 
And thank God we've already, already been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Right? It's already done, right? We've been translated, conveyed, translated. I always think of, I always think of uh, uh, Star Trek. Who knows Star Trek? <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty, right? I always think of that when I think of that. I was translated, right? I was here in the kingdom of darkness. I, I, I accepted Jesus as my Lord. From my heart, I believed he was alive. And I said, Jesus is my Lord forever. And I was beamed right into the kingdom of God. Zoop. Beam me up. God, <laughs> I've wanted to say that on earth a few times, right? Uh, can you just beam me up now? Because, you know, this place is crazy. <laughs> just beam me up. But we were beamed already because we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, right? So we are already beamed into the kingdom of God, even though our physical body is still here. Come on. Our spirit man is already saved, already seated with Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And God's kingdom is the best place to be. Amen. Amen. If you are not in the kingdom of God today, get in now. This is, this is where it's all happening. God's kingdom. It's all happening in God's kingdom. God's house is the cool house. <laughs> big, big house with lots and lots of room. Big, big table. No, is that right? Big, big yard where you can play football. You know that song, right? The old song. Uh, that's my father's house. We are in father's house. Yeah. It's the cool house, right? When you were kids, was there a cool house? Everybody wanted to go to? Remember the cool house? They, they, had, they had the stuff, right? Ooh, that's the, ooh, they got the room for us. They got the food for us. They got the pool table. They got the foosball. They got the ping pong. They got it all at that house. That's the cool house. Well, we're in God's house, and that is the cool house. Come on. We're already in it. Translated into the kingdom of his dear son. There's no better place to be. Amen. Come on. Come on, Presbyterians. Wake up. <laughs> oh, that just, I, just, I just thought of this. Uh, we found a VHS tape this week of the first service. Were you here at the very first service, Dan? Were you, Lori? Then we'll have to show it to you. You might see yourself. The first service in this building. It was uh, April of 1987, right? April something. It was Easter because they, they were doing an Easter service. They had all the lilies up here and it was still concrete here, all concrete slab, all wood here. Nothing on, nothing on the stage yet, but the place was packed. It was packed. It was, uh, they had like 20 singers up here and they sounded good. Now it was the 80s, but you know, they did sound good for what 80s was, right? Uh, uh, the the uh, windows were a problem from day one because they, they had a guy up here filming right where we have that camera right there. And the windows, you couldn't see anybody's face up here at all because all it got was this. Oh, by the way, see this dark window over here? We got that sample put on and we're going to put that on all these windows. We're going to put sunglasses on these windows. We're putting sunglasses on the windows so that we can actually get a video. Who knows? We might be able to get rid of the lights. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not, but. 
But that was a problem from day one because we saw the tape. And I'm like, look at that. You can't see one face and the whole entire 20 people up here, not one face. So I can't say, oh, I know that person. No, I can't see one face. I couldn't even see the preacher when he got up. He was standing right here. And I, it wasn't Daniel. I was wondering who it was. You can probably tell me. It was, a, it was an older guy, but he was, huh? It, it wasn't, oh, maybe that's who it was. I was expecting Daniel, but it was Lynn. Oh, they shared, okay. It was an older guy. He was like 60-something. Well, maybe you'll look, look at it. You'll look at it. But it was pretty cool to see the very first service in this building. And in fact, I don't know how, but they did show the outside uh, uh, for, for a few moments when they, was, you know, they, they got the whole service, right? And they saw cars pulling in. The cars, some of them looked like they were from the 50s. I was like, what? Where? I thought it was the 80s. I mean, I'm serious. There was like 50s cars out there. But the weirdest thing was there were cars parked right here. So they must have totally redone this after they started church here because there were actually cars right here. And you couldn't park a car there now because it's all landscape. Well, yeah, that, that, yeah. But I, they, there were dirt piles all over outside when they were walking around with the videotape because it wasn't finished at all up here. It was not finished. But they wanted, I'm sure they wanted to have Easter service in here in 1987. They said, we are doing Easter service at the church, even though it's not ready yet. It was really cool. Maybe, maybe we could show it sometime. Everybody just turn it out. Turn out. We can get it up here somehow, right, sir? It's VHS, you know. We'll transfer it to DVD. Yeah. They, I, I don't know how long it was because we didn't watch all of it, but it was long. It was long. It was, they were singing, and then they sang some more, and then they sang some more, and then they sang some more, then they had communion, and then they sang some more, then they sang some more, then they sang some more, and the preacher finally got up, and I'm like, wow, I thought we had long services. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what was I talking about? I was talking about light. We're in the kingdom of God, which is full of light forever. Right? You know, you know there's no need of the sun or moon in eternity. Why? Because God is light. He fills it all with himself. That's light. If God fills it all with himself. Ooh, you know when people get afraid? When they usually get afraid? In the dark. Most people get afraid in the dark. And that's where they get scared. Fear is most often found in the dark. Well, in God's kingdom, there is no darkness at all. None. Which means there is no fear at all. Isn't that something? We can't even hardly picture that. We live in a world full of fear. And I know you would be lying if you said you've never been fearful in some capacity, right? Not, maybe not scared out of your you know, wits, but scared at some point, right? Just in the dark somewhere, you're like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's out here. You know, I've had experiences where I've been like, ooh, I, this is not good. And you start getting a little scared, right? And it's usually in the dark. I tell you that story of the uh, get and go when I worked at uh, get and go in, um, which is a, like a 7-Eleven in, um, Tulsa. And I went out back and it was not a good neighborhood. And it was dark. And I had to go out back and, and put all the milk crates out there and all that stuff. And it was dark. And I tell you, there was some fear that came on me until I saw the angels of the Lord. Then I went back inside and I was like, woo hoo hoo. And I wasn't no fear. And it was light. That's why I saw it, light. Come on. Well, 
there's, there can be fear in the dark, but in God's kingdom, it is all light forever. We won't need to go to sleep in the dark. <laughs> I don't think we're going to need sleep. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? Yeah. Oh man. I, how much time do we sleeping, right? Too much. <laughs> but our bodies need it. That's how God made us. That's how it's going to be while we're here on this earth, right? We need sleep. Otherwise you die. But we live in a world full of fear, but we should not be afraid. Come on. Why? Because we are already in the kingdom of God. We are in the light. Come on. We're talking about victory this morning. We already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Come on. The kingdom we belong to does not lose any battles. This is how I fight my battles. I didn't know we were doing this. I, was, I heard you practicing. I'm like, oh, surrounded. Ooh, this is how I fight my battles. This is how. Come on. We are not losers. Amen. We are, we are winners in Christ Jesus. Come on. That's why I don't like to lose a game. Right? My kids know I don't like to lose. I hate to lose. I hate losing. No, really. He, I think you know that. He's going he's gonna to razz me now. Judah's good at razzing me good. You got to have someone to razz you a little bit, right? Keep, keep you humble. Judah keeps me humble. He's like, Dad, no, no. I'm good at Rocket League. He's like, no, Dad, you ain't good. Mm -mm, no, nope, not good at all, man. <laughs> He's, a, he, he's not that mean. He's a grand champ three. Is, he, is that right? I thought you were grand champ three. Oh, did you go down? I don't know. I, I, I forgot. You, you were at three or something. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, Rocket League is like one of the biggest video games out there right now. And it's simply cars playing soccer. It is cars playing soccer and you can bounce off the walls, bounce off the ceiling and people are expert at it. And there are pros who make tons of money playing a video game. It's incredible. And, and I said, Judy, you can do it. He's up there. He's up. The, he's up in the tops ranks. But I hate losing. I hate losing any Rocket League game. I hate losing Monopoly. I hate losing. I'm a winner. Now, I understand a game's a game, right? Game's a game. But in Christ, we always win. Amen. And so we should always expect victory. Amen. We should always, come on, always be, be expecting victory. Even if it looks, it looks bad. Oh, I've had many situations where it didn't look good. Come on now. It, it didn't look good, but I was expecting victory. Because I'm a winner. Come on now. You got to have the mentality. Amen. If you're going to expect defeat, that's exactly what you're going to get. <laughs> I'm expecting defeat. Well, that's what you're going to get. I'm expecting victory at every turn. Come on. Y'all, y'all there, you gone home. You eating your ham. <laughs> Come on. We're always victorious in Christ. That's the title today. Always victorious. We are always victorious in Christ Jesus. Look at Colossians 2.15. We're still in Colossians. Look at that. Colossians is an amazing book. 
So is all of them, of course, but Colossians is packed, just packed. Colossians 2.15 says, having disarmed, who's he talking about? Jesus. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. You see, he disarmed them. And as the kings did of old, when they disarmed the, the, the army, the, the, the you know, opposing army, they disarmed them and they walked them through the streets. We defeated them. That's what Jesus did to the devil. Come on now. He disarmed them completely and made a public spectacle of them. Well, Jesus wouldn't do that. Yes, he would. Because he had to show the whole spiritual realm that he won. And you know they know it too. And all the demons know it and all the angels know it. That Jesus won. And they saw the parade. They saw the spectacle. Come on now. Hallelujah. Jesus won. We don't have to wonder if God won. No, Jesus easily won. Amen? Jesus says, he said, remember, it is finished on the cross. He won the battle. He won the victory. Hallelujah. Now, our job as believers is to enforce the enemy's defeat. In the earth. Come on. This is where a lot of people miss it. They think, well, Jesus has to enforce his victory. No, we have to enforce his victory because we are here in bodily form. He's not. And so our, the authority we have in Christ Jesus is to be used right now. Not by him, by us. His children, his body. Come on. We live in a cursed place. Still, still the devil's around and he's still trying to steal kill and destroy, but we got to enforce the victory that Jesus won. And how do we do that? Come on, we use his name. Remember the name above every name is the name of Jesus. That is the name above every name. Whatever name you name, he's higher. He's higher. Any disease name, he's higher. Hello. Most of the Christian world just wants to make heaven. Just, I just got to make it to heaven. But Jesus said, come on, I've given you my name. Use my name. Enforce my victory on earth. Use my name. Go in my name, right? Go in the name of Jesus and do the works of God. We are supposed to be going in the name of Jesus and doing the works of Jesus. He said, greater works than these shall you do. Hallelujah. So we are to be living out the victory that Jesus bought for us. Amen. We should be having some heaven on earth. Yeah. Now we know heaven's going to be far greater yeah. than earth life. Hello. But, but we can have some heaven on earth now. Amen. Amen. We better. Amen. Yeah. Through the name of Jesus for what he's done for us, we can experience God now. We can see God moving now. We can see the power of God now. We can see the goodness of God. We can, we can see the lame healed. We can see the blind see. Hallelujah. We can see the strength of our God displayed in the earth. Oh, this is getting good. <laughs> we can see the glory of God. Woo! Come on, we, we did a whole series on the glory. 
that we would see his glory, seeking his glory. That's seeking his presence, seeking to be in his presence, seeking to have the manifest presence of God show up. And we can have it. If we want it, right? That's heaven on earth. That is heaven on earth right there. The glory of God, the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh man, I tell you, I, I get so confused by churches that don't want the presence of God. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here, right? Because we should be seeking him. We should be expecting him. We should be doing what we did this morning, right? And praising him with the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The more we do that, the more he shows up. <laughs> yet, yet, you tell people that all the time and you, nothing happens. You're like, I don't get it. And many churches never even, come on, there's no praise going on at all. You're like, what's happening in this place? No, we should be, come on. We should be seeking him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, especially as a body of believers coming together. Come on. We, we want his glory right now and we can have it now. We should have it. We should have his presence now. Amen. We should have him now. We should have his power now. Come on. We are supposed to have heaven on earth now. And so many people are just looking to get to heaven. I'm going to love heaven. I'm going to love being with God forever. I'm going to love being in his presence. But right now we can have God now. Yeah. It should be nothing for us to jump out of this body and go right into the presence of God because we've already been there many, many, many times. Hallelujah. We've been in his presence many, 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 many times. We, we've been in the presence of God. We've experienced earth or heaven on earth now. So we've been in heaven, right? We've been experiencing heaven. We've been experiencing the victory we have who, who, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We, we're living in, in heaven. Woo! Come on, we should be living in heaven right now. And we can have it if we want it, amen? And we, we, we've got to use the name of Jesus now to be victorious now. We've got to use the name above every name and enforce the victory that Jesus won on the cross for us. We've got to enforce it. Yeah. Come on, a lot of times there's laws that are enforced. Happens all the time. There's all kinds of things that aren't enforced. Because well, yeah, yeah, not that big a deal. Well, we got to enforce our victory. Yeah. Jesus gave us the victory. And, and, and if we don't enforce it, the devil says, ooh, they don't know what they got. <laughs> yeah, that, that comes a lot from bad teaching, right? In fact, that fits right into John 10, 10. The thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. You see, right before that, Jesus was talking about the Pharisees and the false teaching and the bad teaching and the false doctrines that they were teaching. And so they were stealing, killing, and destroying the people. Well, a lot of people will never even teach what I'm teaching right now. That we can have the victory now. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we can declare victory now in Jesus name. And if we don't do that, we're going to lose because the devil's going to come in and steal, kill and destroy because we didn't enforce the victory. Come on now. We are still in this earth. And the devil still operates 
in the earth, just like he did when he came to Adam and Eve. He operates in the earth. He's walking around. Come on. And he's slithering around a snaky snake is slithering around trying to get people to to fall into his traps and steal from him. What we're saying today is we don't have to let that happen. We can have the victory now that Jesus already paid for. All right, let's look at Romans 5, 17. You're going to like this. Oh, come on. This one's power. This is power. Watch out. Romans 5, 17. For if by the one man's offense, death reigned. Who's that, Adam? Death reigned through the one. Much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Come on, that means you, you got born again. You saved, you are, you are washed clean completely. Through his grace, through his mercy, through the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. We are to rule and reign in this life. Come on. Many, many Christians think we're just supposed to be down and depressed and oh, they say things like, oh, this is such, such a hard life. It's so hard. The burdens are so great. No, 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 no. We are not to be depressed and down. Amen. What are we supposed to be? Victorious. <laughs> Jesus died so we would have the victory. And so when we don't honor what he did for us, we are not honoring the work of Jesus. Part of our, part of our responsibility is to honor what Jesus did. And we do that by living out the victory that he supplied. Come on. Jesus died so we could overcome the evil one who would lie to us and try and trap us in his snare. Come on. Jesus died so we could have the abundant life that we always talk about in John 10, 10. Thief comes up and still kills and strong. I've come that may have life and have more abundantly. How are we supposed to have life more abundantly? We, we got to understand the victory that is already ours. We got to walk it out. Because God made us to reign in life. Is life reigning over you? <laughs> or are you reigning in life? That's a big difference, right? That's a huge difference. And Christians, we are supposed to reign in life. Through the one, Jesus Christ. Amen. Reign. That, remember, we're kings and priests unto God. We reign. When the devil shows up, you say, no, 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 devil. I reign over you. Jesus reigns over everything. Amen. He reigns over the devil. Why is the devil going to be thrown in the lake of fire forever? Because the victor has already been won. And Jesus reigns. Right now, he's reigning. And if you're in Christ, you get to reign with him. So let's not take the mindset of I'm in the depressed camp. I'm in the down camp. I'm in the defeated camp. No, you're already in the victory camp. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in camp victory already. Jesus is not worried about the devil. Come on now. Jesus is not uh, depressed down in any way, shape, or form. He is not defeated in any way, shape, or form. He is the victorious, conquering king. And that's exactly how we're supposed to live. Yeah, amen. Come on now. When, when the devil comes our way, we say, not here, devil. Uh-uh, not here. Not here. In Jesus' name, uh, get out. <laughs> I've done that many times. Amen. 
Get out, devil. Done it many, many times. Hallelujah. God made us to reign in life. Look at uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, another power pack verse. And this goes right with our victory message today. Man, you got to know this one. You got to know it. You got to renew your mind with this. I quote this all the time. But thanks be to God. Well, that's good right there, isn't it? Thanks be to God, right? We just gave thanks over and over today. We gave thanks. We've been giving thanks all day. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Come on. Who gives us the victory. You got to say, that's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. We don't have to let the devil have anything. Don't let him have anything. Amen. He's going to come on your property to try and steal from you. He's coming. I guarantee it. He's going to come. He's going to try and reign over you. You reign over him in the name of Jesus. You say, you say, no devil, you can't have my kids. Come on now. No, devil, you can't have my health. No, devil, no, devil, you can't have it. Nope, nope, nope. I reign over you in the name of Jesus, devil. You can't steal nothing from me because I already got the victory. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. Make it personal, amen? I make a lot of things personal. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, make that part of your daily confession of faith. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. And then say it one more time. (laughs) Yeah, and then say it one more time. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. See that? We're renewing our minds right now with what the word says, not with what religion says, not with what lukewarm Christianity says, but what the word says. And that'll change your life. Come on, that changed my life when I got a hold of the word and didn't live in religion, but lived in the word. That's living in Jesus. Amen. Amen. You might have to yell at the devil a bit. You know, he's kind of deaf. I love to tell the story of uh, Smith Wigglesworth used to tell the story, but the story was uh, the, the woman went to the bus stop and her dog followed her to the bus stop and she's at the bus stop and the bus pulls up and she's like, go home, go home. And the dog just sits there and looks at her and she's got to get on the bus. The bus driver's like, get on the bus. Oh, I got to leave. Go home, dog, you go. Dog sits there and looks at her. She says, go home, go home, get home. And he boom, takes off. Come on. That's what you got to do to the devil. He's kind of deaf. He doesn't like to listen. You got to say, get out, devil. I like to kick him. Come on now. I come in here, I say, devil, get out of here in the name of Jesus. Get out. I used to stay at Black Lake all the time, but they told me to stop saying that because they fish down there. Charlotte and Ken, they, he, he fishes down there. He's, they told me they're going to be out of week. And I, I, she, said, she said, you know, you got to stop casting the devil down there because we, you know, Ken fishes out there. 
So then I just cast them into the abyss. Remember when Jesus was going to cast the devils out? They said, don't send us into the abyss, Jesus, before our time. I'm like, devils, devils, you foul demons, get out. Go cast you into the abyss in Jesus' name. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Come on. You might have to yell at him a bit because he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen well. But if you, if, you, if, you, if you tell him where to go, he has to go. Hello? He's got to go. In the name of Jesus, he has to go. That's why I said we've got to enforce our victory in the name of Jesus. We've got to enforce it in his, with his name. And, and, and like the dog, if he doesn't move, you, just, you, you, you tell him to go. And he has to flee. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there, aren't we? I think we're almost there. <laughs> let's, let's go on. I got a few more. You know, maybe 10, 12, I don't know. 1 Peter 5, 8. 1 Peter 5, 8. You know, we had to go here, right? You know it. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, adversary, right? He's against us. The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Notice he's still seeking, right? Even though he's defeated, he's still walking around. He's a big bully. And the devil will try and take us out like a big bully. He's just a bully. Bullies try to destroy people because they're jealous. They want to be like them. Uh, come on now. Bullies are just big, jealous babies. And that's exactly what the devil is. A big, jealous baby. He had it so good in heaven and he lost it all. We read it, right? He fell from heaven. He is nothing. Jesus saw him fall like lightning. He had it so good. He was the lead worshiper. He was the most beautiful angel of God. He could have had it good forever. And he rebelled against God himself. And he said, I'll be more high than the most high. And God said, oh, no, you won't. Bye-bye. Come on now. Hallelujah. He, the devil, now wants to destroy us. Why? Because we are the loved of God. We have God's blessing. We have God's favor upon us. Come on now. He can't stand it that we're so blessed. And he, he, he can talk a big game, right? You heard him talk before? He can talk a big game, but he can't back it up. Right? In sports, a lot of times, they can talk, they talk a big game, right? They talk a big game, right? There's some guy, Judas, talking about basketball. And he was talking a big game, and he just got defeated completely. He was talking and talking like he was something. Oh, wow, I'm gonna, we're going to take out LeBron. We, we're going to win. We're going to, ooh, we're going to win. Woo, we are so bad. I'm so bad. And then he just got plummeted, beat, defeated. He can, you can talk a big game, but can you back it up? The devil, come on, the devil can talk a big game, but he can't back it up. No, he can't back it up. Come on. Notice this verse says the devil is like a roaring lion. Like. <laughs> I'll tell you another story, right? Wigglesworth, right? Again, Wigglesworth. Remember I told the story before. He was, he was in his house. Wigglesworth, if you don't know Smith Wigglesworth, he, he was an amazing man of God, raised the dead all over the place, saw blind eyes healed, deaf ears healed, limbs grow out, amazing, amazing miracles. And he, he was a real man of faith. Come on now a real man of faith. 
and he was making dents in the devil's kingdom. And the devil himself came into Smith's house and sat in the recliner or the chair. I don't know if it was a recliner. In Smith's chair. He said, I heard a noise downstairs. I was asleep and I heard a noise downstairs and I went downstairs and the devil himself was sitting in my chair. And I said, oh, it's just you. I'll go back to bed now. He walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. See, he is not a lion. He wants to strike fear. Why did he show up in Smith's house? To strike fear in him. And Smith was having no part of it. Just the devil. Big deal. I'm already seated in Christ Jesus. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ. Big deal. He's already defeated. He's, he's the big jealous baby. He's the big wimp, the big defeated wimp. Come on now. He wants to strike fear in us, but we are not to have any part of that. Amen? Amen. The devil's just acting like someone he is not. He's trying to be a lion, but he is not. <laughs> I tell you what, if a lion showed up in here, we'd have some fear, wouldn't we? That's a lion. That lion could tear me apart in a couple swipes. And that's what the devil wants to act like. But he's not like that. He's not like that, but he's acting like he is. And so what do we do? Come on. We enforce the victory yeah. when he shows up. Come on. Get out in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. We actually can talk a big game. Why? Because we're on Jesus team. <laughs> Come on up. If you're, if you're on a, who just won the NBA championship? The Nuggets. If you're, you're, if you're on Jokic, right? They say right? Jokic. I got to make sure I don't say him wrong. If you're on the team with Yovan, what's it? What's the first name? Nikolai. Nikolai. I always want to say Yovan. I don't know why. Nikolai Jokic. He is the best player in the NBA. The best player in the NBA. If you're on his team, you can talk a bad game. You can talk big. They just won the NBA championship, right? You, did you watch? No. Oh. They, just won the, they just won the NBA championship. He's amazing. He, he's a center and he has, leads in rebounds. He leads in assists. He leads in shooting. He leads in everything. He's a center. If you're on his team, I'd feel pretty confident about talking up a big game. We're going to win this game. We got this game in the bag. Woo! And go on the media and they're talking to you, they're interviewing you like, yeah, we got this game. We got it. We got it. Woo! I got Jokic on my team. We, we got this game. Come on. We got Jesus. So why should we talk defeat? Well, I don't know. You know I just don't know if we're going to win. I don't know. No, no, no. We got Jesus on our team. We are on the best team that has ever, ever been in the history of all history. Yeah. Come on. We are on Jesus' team. He never loses. He always wins. Always. Right? Even the Nuggets lose a game. But Jesus never loses a game. Yeah, and you be on his team. So, yeah, talk a big game. Come on, Presbyterians, wake up. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to get my button. Come on. 
we can act like who we are. Yes, act like who you are, not who, not who you want to be. Come on, not who you think it might be, who you are. Who you are, right? This is what this whole series is about. Who are you? We can act like the beloved of God because we are. We can act like the righteous people of God because we are. We are. Well, you just, you just act like, you just act like God loves you so much. Yeah, I do. Because he does. You just act like you're so special. Yeah, I am special. God adopted me into his family. I'm special. You betcha. I'm very special. Come on now. We can stand firm against the enemy. We can stand against him and oppose him in Jesus' name. We can be unshakable because of the victory already provided, right? Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. We've already got it. Hallelujah. You ain't got it yet. We got to keep going. <laughs> James 4, 7. Come on, you know this, right? James 4, 7. Therefore, well, when you find out of therefore, you got to find out what's there for. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I love the Young's literal in this. Be subject then to God. I'm a subject of God. Amen? Remember in the, in the kingdoms of old, they were subjects under the king. I'm a subject and I am subject to God. Stand up against the devil and he will flee from you. Oh man, I like that. And remember, this is Young's literal. This is literal word by word. Literal. Hello? Stand up. We're getting there. First, we got to submit and subject ourselves to God, right? Amen? We submit to him. We do what he wants us to do. We don't say, no, God. I don't like that, God. I don't like that, God. I don't like that, God. No, that doesn't work. No. First, submit to God. Do what he said to do. (laughs) Secondly, stand up against the evil one. Hello? Yeah. The enemy will run if we oppose him. You got you to oppose him. I, I really like that stand up. Come on now. Stand up against him. So many people back down when the devil shows up. No, stand up against him. Yeah. You know, what, what, does, what do people do if, if the bad guy shows up? Come on now. No, when the bad guy shows up, what are you doing here? I didn't say you could come in this place. Stand up. Take, take a heads on, is that the word? Face on conflict, take it. Come on, go at it. Stand up. Come on now, I've thought about it out here. I've told you before, when I leave at night sometimes, especially in the winter, there's the wind blowing, the rain pouring. It's just like crazy outside, right? And it's dark, it's dark at four, but <laughs> I'm leaving here at eight o'clock at night and and I walk out the door, I'm like, boy, and I've taken, I've taken on this, this thought right here, right here. 
If anybody walks up to me as I walk out of the church and they, whatever they, whatever they look like, whatever they got, whatever, whatever, I'm just going to go, hello, how you doing? Can I tell you about Jesus? Come on now. I'm going to stand right up to him. Come on. Just stand up. Don't go, oh no. Oh, what happens in? The devil moves in. He moves right in. He's like, oh, they're afraid of me. Hello? No, no, don't be afraid of him at all. Stand up. That's why yesterday, handing out those books was so fun. I just felt like we were being bold in Christ to stand up. To preach Jesus. We got in some good conversations. Some wild ones. <laughs> some of you are not so good, but you know. But we were standing up. Come on now. We don't stand up enough, saints. We got to stand up against the evil one. When we are in submission to God, we stand up against the enemy. Make sure you're in submission to God first. Amen. The devil puts on a big act, but really he has nothing left. He has nothing. He's been, he's been stripped, right? We read it. He's been stripped. He's been completely defeated. Completely defeated by Jesus. Stripped completely. He's defeated. Hallelujah. All right. We got to read Luke 10, 19. Can't, you can't go without that one. This is another one I quote all the time. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. He's talking about devils. He's talking about demons. That goes with scripture. All throughout scripture. Serpents and scorpions are referred to or as an illustration of demons, demonic activity. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. We should, we should kind of, whoa, whoa, what? What did he say? What did Jesus say? Whoa, what? Whoa, what? That's like, that's like Mark eleven twenty three. You know, I've, for years I've taught it, use it, quote it, read it. And so many Christians go, oh, okay. I'm like, you didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what Jesus said. You didn't hear what he said. Hello? You, you're just being religious. Come on now. If you hear what he says, even right here, you go, whoa, hold the phone. <laughs> Behold, now you guys are quiet. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. This is Jesus. Come on now. And over, this is the highest person in the universe of all. He is the highest there is. There is no higher. And he says, I'm giving you the authority to trample on the serpents and scorpions, the demons and the devil himself. You have power over him. And he said, nothing shall by any means hurt you. We're like, Oh no, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. And Jesus is like, use your authority, man. Oh man, here we go. 
I've told people that, you gotta use your authority. And most Christians look at you with a blank stare on their face. No, I'm just waiting for God to do something. I'm waiting for him to drop something out of heaven. I'm just waiting. Sure hope it happens. Still waiting for God to show up sometime, you know. No, use your authority over the enemy. You have power over all the power of the enemy. See what we're doing? We're meditating on this right now. All the power of the enemy. Well, you know, the devil, you know, he's pretty, 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 he's pretty impressive. He's pretty strong. He's, ooh, he's something. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I mean, he could probably, ooh, ooh. No, no, he can't. Not if you use your authority. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. Come on now, I say it all the time. And daily <coughs> confessions of faith. When I'm, when I told you many times, I, I, when I, when I'm usually in my cars, I'm getting in my car, I'm praying all these passages we're reading right now. I'm, I'm quoting them. I'm reading them. I'm saying them to God, I'm saying, and father, you said nothing shall by any means hurt me. You said with long life, you'll satisfy me and show me your salvation. You said the angels of God are encamped round about me. You said, come on, no evil shall befall me and no plague shall come nigh my dwelling. You said no weapons going to for form against me shall prosper. You said it, Father, I believe it. Amen. And I'm going to walk it out today. Yeah. Give me wisdom from heaven to walk out what I need to walk out today. Father, you said ask for wisdom and I'm asking for wisdom to live my life today, to prepare what I need to prepare today, to do what I need today. Father, I'm asking for the wisdom and I know you'll supply it because you said it in your word. So I believe it in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, amen. You see? That's living victoriously. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory. Don't let the devil tell you he has the power. Yeah. No, no, you got the power. Amen. Over him. You rule over him. You're already in Christ and Jesus reigns over everything. Amen. And we enforce the victory through Jesus name because we're in him. Jesus said, nothing shall by any means hurt us. And I'm going to believe it. You going to believe it? Amen. Come on now. Don't doubt what Jesus said. Oh, I'm so tired of Christians doubting the words of Jesus. Don't doubt the words of Jesus. Thank God for these words and claim these words for yourself. Don't just say that's for Pastor Vern. That's for evangelist so-and-so. That's for prophet so-and-so. No, that's for me. That's for me. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. That's why you stand up against the enemy when he shows up on the doorstep. <laughs> and you stand up against him. You look him right in the eye and you take authority over him. Come on now. Why? Because you got the victory. In Christ, we always are victorious. Always victorious saints of God. We are not the losers. We are not the defeated ones. No, 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 no. We are made to reign in this life through Jesus Christ. We are the overcomers. We are the winners. Don't, don't give yourself no L's. No, no, no. <laughs> you are the winner. I am the winner. Because Jesus made me a winner. Yeah. And so I win. Yeah. 
I'm victorious. Come on, I'm victorious. I'm the victorious one because of Jesus, my, my Lord, my Savior, my King. He won the victory. He gave me his victory. Come on, Jesus is our victorious King. He's our victorious Savior forever. Hallelujah. He gave us his victory to enjoy forever. Let's, 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 let's not just consider that I'll live that out one day. Let's live it out right now. Well, one day when I get to heaven, I'm, uh, that's why the song, the old, you know, a lot of those old songs. Oh boy, it's going to be so good in glory. In glory, it's going to be so good. Yeah, it's going to be great. But right now it can be great. No bad days, right? Karen said, no bad days. Right now it can be great. Right now. We, we don't have to wait until heaven to enjoy victory. No, 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 no. We too are to enjoy victory now. Hallelujah. Come on. Our king beat the devil up. Our king won the battle. I think a lot of times we forget he won. <laughs> he won. It's over. It's all done. He won. We got the victory now. We're to reign in life now. And if we're going to honor the work of Jesus, we better. We better reign now because Jesus did a lot for us did he not he, he gave us the victory to live out now and he wants us to live out what he provided that's why with all these scriptures we just read come on he said take authority over the enemy take authority because you're to reign right now as kings well, are we kings and priests in the God that's scripture too amen we have been made kings and priests unto our God and kings rule So let's walk like we're supposed to walk. Let's walk as kings and priests unto God most high. As the victorious saints that God has made us to be. Come on, let's stand up against the evil one. Let's take this message of victory out into the corners of this world and tell other people how to have victory. It's found in him and it will only be found in him and we got it. You got it this morning? You got the victory? I've got the victory living inside of me and the greater one I can overcome. This ain't no time to draw back, no place to grow slack. I'll keep Pressing on until the battle is won. I've got the victory living inside of me. Cause the greater one I can overcome. This ain't no time to draw back. No, no place to grow slack. I'll keep pressing on till every battle is won. Come on now. We have the victory. And saints, we got to start acting like it. We got to start walking like it. We got to start talking like it. Man, you get saints talking like, Ugh. talk the victory. I got the victory in Christ Jesus. I'm an overcomer. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I got the victory. Jesus provided me the victory and I'm going to walk in the victory. Yeah, amen. 
And don't ever change your tune. Don't change your channel. Stay on Victory Channel. As soon as you start getting over the depressed channel, as soon as you start getting the defeated channel, you get that right back on Victory Channel. Oh, I'm slipping. My, my channel's slipping, right? We got those tuners in the back for the, for the restrooms in the, in the family room. They're actual tuner radios, right? It's for our 98.5. And you, you, you got to tune it in perfect, right? Because it's the old dial, the old dial. And, and you, you, you start slipping once in a while. It starts slipping. All of a sudden, you got a little fuzz in there. And you're like, oh, no, we got to get that back, right? Ah, oh, perfect. No fuzz. That's where we need to be on Victory Channel. If we need to make some adjustments today, come on, make your adjustments. Get those words, those defeated words out of your mouth. Get those icky words out of your mouth. Get on Victory Channel and stay on Victory Channel. Line up everything with victory. Line up all your belief system with victory. Line up everything with victory. Because it is yours in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, can we give some praise to the king in here? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for victory. Hallelujah. Thank you for the victory you won. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, our King. Thank you, our Lord. Thank you, our Master. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. We thank you for what you've done for us. We are thankful this morning that you provided victory. You gave us the victory. You provided everything we need in this life. We are supposed to reign in life through one, our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you that you provided your son for us, that he would die for us, that he would be resurrected for us, and that we would live victoriously forever in Christ. Hallelujah. We have the victory forever. And we are thankful this morning, Father, that you provided that. We are thankful for the victory that we get to live out in this earth right now. We are thankful for the authority we have over the enemy to live out right now. And we are going to stand up against him. We are going to take our authority over him because he is already defeated. We love you, Father. We thank you for your word, which, which has renewed our minds this morning. We love you, Father. For, and we thank you for your great word you've given us so we can walk in it, we can live it out and we, we can have the truth set us free. Love you, Father. Love you, Jesus. We love you, our great God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I always like to end with a salvation call. If today you're here, you're online, you don't know Jesus, you have not come into Christ, you don't have the victory yet, but you can have the victory now. All you need to do is come out of the kingdom of Satan. As, as, as we just read, you got to get out of the kingdom of Satan and be translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And it's very simple to do. Very, 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 very simple. Romans 10, 9 tells us exactly what to do. If we believe in our heart, confess with our mouth, the Lord Jesus, we will be saved. And then we get everything we talked about today. We get it all. We get the victory forever. And Jesus is the only answer. And we all have to be in Christ if we're going to go into heaven. 
There is no other way. There is no other road. Jesus' road is the only road that goes into heaven. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and life, and no man comes to the Father but through me. So today, if you don't know Jesus, you are not in Christ yet, pray this prayer after me right now. Say, dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I repent of all sin. I repent of all works of darkness. I want nothing to do with the kingdom of Satan. I want in your kingdom. And now I know the way in is through Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe he rose from the dead. I believe he's seated at your right hand. And I confess, Jesus is Lord. Jesus, you're my Lord forever. You're my savior forever. You're my master forever. I am yours completely. Heavenly Father, show me your ways. Teach me your ways and I will do them. And I will be, be an obedient child in your kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our website at packbible.org. That's P-A-C-B-I-B-L-E dot org. We hope you join us again next week. Thank you.